Welcome to the Offer Letter Podcast, the place where real career coaches and HR professionals prepare you to answer job interview questions. I'm your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano, here to help you get your offer letter. Today's question is, why are you the best person for the job? There is this fine balance in interviews between being confident in yourself, your skills, and your experience versus being so confident that you sound like an arrogant jerk. Now, unless the job title is to be overly confident that no one likes you, then know your limits. So how can you convey your skills accurately without crossing that line? Today's guest is Jordan Carroll, who is a remote job coach who helps high performers land legit remote jobs to gain freedom and flexibility in their lives, and also helping remote-first companies get connected to top candidates. And just like a remote job coach, Jordan is joining us remotely from Mexico today, possibly somewhere on a beach with great Wi-Fi, because when you're working remotely, then anywhere in the world becomes your office, right? Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me, man. You caught me on a really good mood with the Celtics up 2-0. So this is going to be a great, great podcast. I love it. And you know what? At the time of the recording, it is 2-0. Let's hope that they make it a nice sweep. Oh, yeah. I'm Let's probably totally go. screwing this up now by saying this. <laughs> well, I mean, we can always edit this out in case this gets jinxed and then it won't be tracked back to you. Uh, let's keep it, man. Let's keep it because I'm going <laughs> to live and die with it. Let's live and die with it. I love it. I love it. So, Jordan, the question today is why are you the best person for the job? And let's just jump right into it. And the question is, like, why do recruiters ask this question? Yeah, I think recruiters ask this question because they want to see your confidence level in how you articulate yourself. So I, I think there's a there's a piece of this that is functional in that way, where it's like, let's let's see how much self-awareness this person has about our company, about this role, about themselves and how they put that together in a nice story. That's neat for me to understand. And then I think there's a leverage play here, too. I think there's a way of kind of pinning you up against the ropes and seeing how you act when you ask this question, because it really it really causes someone to, to talk about themselves in, in a potentially arrogant way. Or, you know, there, there's there's sometimes fine lines between confidence and arrogance, but it puts them in that position where now you have to, to answer a question where you need to boast about yourself. And I like how you brought that up. It's not just, you know, what you say, but it's also how you say it, which is really important. So it's important that people are aware of how they're saying these things, because even though you think that you've got the best answer and that it's right and this is what they want to hear, you might be coming off as you mentioned arrogant or cocky, which, you know, not many people enjoy. Yeah. So tonality is super important, right? And how, how you actually deliver the information and, and how you use, you know, potentially other parts of communication, nonverbal communication, and, and, and how you set up the whole answer as well, I think is really important. Yeah, for sure. So Jordan, why don't you give us uh, some other tips and tricks on how you would answer this question? Yeah, so I think there's kind of a wild card here that I want to talk about, which is when you get this question, it kind of depends on when you get this question. It might be good for you to admit that you don't know if you're the best fit. If this is happening very early in the conversation, it might be a good chance to show them that you're unattached to the outcome of these interviews. You're just looking for the best role for yourself. So what do I mean by that? Well, them asking this question, are you the best? You might not just physically not know that yet. And by 
quote unquote, you know, not necessarily lying, but by going into it and saying, I'm definitely the best fit for this job and having such a level of certainty without having some reps with asking your own questions and figuring out if it actually does qualify for you. Remember, this is a two way process that I think is, is a really um, a good tip. And then also asking early on in the interview process, hey, I'm curious to know how would you describe the best person for this position? Because if you can get out in front of them asking you that question and get their answer for what they're looking for, then you can frame their answer into your answer. And those are really interesting. Now, I want to quickly go back to that first one because that could be a deal breaker right there, I think. For sure. Absolutely. So it's it's a it's a, that's why I said it's a wild card and why it depends on where you're at in the progression of the, the interviews. But, it, so, but if you don't, if you don't know enough about the role yet and you don't know enough about the company, and you genuinely don't feel like you're convinced that this is the best job for you, then by being honest about that, I think in the way that you say it is obviously very important. I think you can actually get a, a company to want you even more is what I'm saying. Yeah. So you said timing is important. What part of the interview do you think you could bring something like this up? Well, again, I think in the in the in the first like the first interviews that you have, I think you're always trying to qualify what the company thinks the best person looks like for this position. Right. The first opportunity you have to ask a question, you should be asking a question about how would you describe the best person for this position? Like what are the qualities and traits that you think? help someone be very, very successful in this position. Can you give me some examples of who has been the very best person that's had this position? So so finding those little traits and qualities and descript describers and then taking notes as you're going along, that'll that'll set you up for later if they do ever answer ask this question, then you've already got the building pieces to what your answer could be. Yeah, and that's great. Like being able to mix that along with confidence then mm -hmm. that yeah, a killer answer right there. Yeah. Jordan, speaking of answers, why don't you give us an example of how you would answer this question? Sure. So I want to take it back one second and just a few additional things to think about mindset wise when you're answering this question. One is focusing on your past experience and how it specifically benefits the organization in this role. So that's one. Two is tying in your identity to the company's identity. So how do your values and mission align to what they're doing and what they're all about? And then three is bringing in any relevant experience that you have with the organization. Have you used the product before? Do you know anybody who works there? Tell them something personal about how you can relate to what they do. So if I were to give you an example of how to answer this, let me let me give you that that initial part that was kind of like wild card, kind of tricky. And then I'll go into like different parts of, you know, potential examples and ways that you can use that. So if someone asked you that the. the uh, the question. I would always start by saying that, that's a great question and then use their name. That's a great question, Michael. So I always like to say that and then kind of frame frame the question in there. And I would say, you know, my goal with the interview process here is to genuinely learn if I'm the best fit for the job. At the moment, I think there are multiple ways that I align to be the best person for the position. And that would include, and then I would go through the three examples. Number one example would be mission and value alignment. So again, I would tie in the company identity to my own values and missions and give them an example. Then I would go into the second part, which would be my relevant experience for the role. So specific highlights and things that would be very specific to the benefit that this organization would receive from you working there in this, in this job. And then three, I would have some personal experience with the brand and company. So I'd say, 
And I was also speaking with Joe, who works at the organization, and he assured me that blank, 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 or I've used Microsoft Teams, which is what we're using right now to record this for X amount of time. And it's been something that's I've used for my, all of my different podcasts and I've had great experiences with it. So you're tying in that personal thing. So I, I would go through those three little examples and you want to try to keep this to a minute, minute and a half, like at, at most, if you don't want to lose people. But you can also say, you know, I'm happy to go through any of those specific examples in greater depth. But when you're initially answering it, you're just kind of giving them those bulleted highlights, right? And that you don't want to go too deep. And that's perfect. I love how it shows that you did your research. You know, it also shows that you're bringing it back to the company. It's not just all about you, right? It's also about them, you know, shows that you did have that interaction in the past with the company. So this might be why you want to apply for it, you know, shows that interest in them. So that's a great answer. Jordan, you've got lots of stuff on the go. I mean, mm -hmm. You're a really interesting guy. I mean, why don't you tell us a little bit more about how people can learn more about you and what you do? Yeah, um, my website, theremotejobcoach.com is a good place. I also have a, a more personal website, jordanscarroll.com. I'm currently writing a book called Remote for Life, making this happen. It's, it's a project I've been working on for almost a year and a half. So it's really exciting. So if you want to you know, be part of that, awesome. There's more information on those websites that you'll be able to find or at least link to. That's awesome. Jordan, why don't you give us a quick one sentence summary of what the, the book is going to be about? Yeah, so the book is called Remote for Life, and it is basically a guide on how to find a flexible remote job that allows you to fast forward to more freedom and flexibility in your life. Everything from learning about what your ideal lifestyle is in a remote sense and how to attract the right types of employers, how to articulate your value, how to find those remote first companies that would allow you to work remotely, how to express yourself in a way that shows those skills. And uh, yeah, it's, dude, it's my life's work. <laughs> like, like I'm literally taking, I'm taking, you know, years and years of client information, anecdotes, experiences, insights from myself. I'm taking insights from experts and I'm putting it in a very digestible format in, in a book. Oh, and that's amazing. Good stuff, Jordan. I'm, I'm really happy for you. And you know what? We're going to have all those links, all that information in the show notes. So make sure that you do check out all of those different things. So, Jordan, hey, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Really appreciate all of the tips and tricks that you gave us today. Well, I hope some people use them and, uh, and that it works out for them. And, of course, I would like to also mention, like, it's really important that you understand your stories you understand your comfortability level and your confidence level in the way that you talk about these kind of things. Because that one wild card that I mentioned, if you don't deliver that correctly, like you said, that can be something that actually hurts you. So there's a level of self-awareness that needs to happen for you to be able to be in a place where you're not attached to the job and the outcome of the interview. And you're truly viewing every job interview as something where both sides are trying to find a mutual fit. So I think that that's very important to mention too. Yeah, mutual fit really is important. You know, like you mentioned at the start that you're also interviewing the company as well. So make mm -hmm. sure that you do get both. Like an interview is not like question, answer, question, answer, as people think. It is a conversation. It's a free-flowing conversation because both sides have different interests and they want to make sure that it matches. It's great that you brought that up. And you know what? I couldn't have said it any better than how you said it. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks so much, Jordan, for being on here today. All right, Michael. Appreciate it, man. Go Celtics. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. My name is Michael Manzano, knowing soon that you will get your offer letter.